This is Rogues on the Road with Matt Froman and Rich Marshall, where we talk food, travel, craft beverages, and everything in between. Welcome to Rogues on the Road. We're a little late. <laughs> We're a uh, little bit about travel, a little bit about food. A little bit of adventure. A lot of bit of in-between. I'm Matt Froman. I'm Rich Marshall. And in the corner, we have our man, Gypsy. Who's What's never in the that? corner. What's never. up? Sorry, we're a little late. And kerfuffle, would I feel? <laughs> it, was a, it, was a, it was definitely a little bit of a kerfuffle. <laughs> but we're back, and uh, we've, got, we've got a fun, caloric show tonight. Yeah, it's all over the place. A little bit. Yeah, that's right. A little bit. You originally came up with this, this great idea. Well, everyone has their comfort foods. Okay. So uh, let's talk about us for a change, as opposed to everyone else who's doing wonderful things. Okay. Okay, I like that. Up for that? I'm, I'm totally up uh, for that. I don't think we're going to need to eat for a week after this show. <laughs> but, uh, that's, we that's actually, good. the drink that we have planned for tonight, we may not make it through the show. <laughs> we got a bottle of wine for backup. Okay. <laughs> Something like to wash that. it down? Yeah. 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 I heard you found this this beer in your backyard. I did. We we forty years ago. Forty year old forty year old can of beer. We'll break it out in a sec. Wait, was this a beer that you hid from your dad when you were under twenty one? Yeah, actually, it was. Uh, this was actually handed down to a couple friend from a friend's. Actually, unfortunately, that we just went to a funeral. Correct. Um, it was left over from a deli that we worked at growing up. They used to own it, right? Yep. This beer, there's there's its brother is 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 next to it. And it it's spent, yeah. There's another. There's one other can, and oh. it's, it's spent approximately 25 years sitting in an uh, old crank antique telephone box. Oh, that's where it was. So I was looking for that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's where I hid my beer. Yeah. So um, when, but, I, when I house it, like clean house. <laughs> <laughs> Look what we found. <laughs> what do we have? Yeah. Why is it so sweet? It's the lead solder. Right. <laughs> Um, we actually had a we had a really cool outing at Newburgh Brewing. We did, um, yeah. Um, it was a conference by the Riverkeeper Association, who were uh, um, educating us on the shape of the Hudson Valley past, present, and future. Yeah, um, I thought it'd be really boring to be honest with you, but it wasn't too bad. Yeah, we um, we had a chance to go to Newburgh Brewing, um, and Riverkeeper was screening um i just put a link underneath uh our feed and riverkeeper produced a couple of films with a filmmaker um a couple of short films or about a half hour each one was the overall hudson river the health of it what it's gone through since you know the turn of you know the industrial revolution. revolution um and then the other movie totally surprised me on the work that they're doing. Yeah, with the dams. Yeah, what was it called? It was called Undamming the Hudson. Yeah, Undamming the Hudson. See so what they did there. Yeah. yeah. Um, there are nine I think it was nine hundred plus dams. Yeah, I thought I thought twelve hundred. Was it twelve hundred? Yeah, I think it was, it was, it was up there. It was an a large amount of dams. Now, now what 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 do they consider a dam? Not not to go back that's to our a, what is a fleet. That's but it's actually a, what is a dam. That's a great question. Some of these dams are big. Mm-hmm. Um, they're not like Hoover sized dams, right. but many of them, which we quite found shallow, out in this right. film, were quite shallow. Maybe okay. maybe a few feet tall. Um, okay, and they were used for industry back in the day, yep. where they used to pour water and then um, use the water for 
energy, right? Basically, to run cotton mills, paper mills, whatever was along the Hudson. So right. it'd be like for local, like a small town, or even an individual. Mainly industry, right? Main, okay. Yeah, just about all industry. And then what would happen is you'd have one dam, and then you know another factory opens up up the river, and there's another dam. Dam. Yeah. Any more dam questions? Dam. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's a lot of dam. so uh, hey, Dottie. Um, and uh, so what we found out was these all these estuaries, all these rivers that these small streams. Estuaries, and, I like that. big words. Yeah, it is. That flow into the Hudson uh, are, are at some point uh, a breeding ground for a lot of different species of, of, of organisms. Of water life. That, right, right. right. And if you dam up these rivers, mm. they can't get upstream. They can't get upstream, and they can't breed. Oh. And fish population um, dramatically dropped. So what Riverkeeper is trying to do, and go to Riverkeeper. It's, we we put the link on, um, and what you can do. Um, but they are working on very hard to take these dams down and restore habitat. So now you have these fish right. that are like knocking at the door, like, right, hey, right, 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 right. hey, can we come up there and breed? Right. No, you can't. The damn dam. Right, right. The right. problem is with removing the dams, there's so much pollution on the upper right. side uh, due to sewage, um, human beings. There's <laughs> rusty tires. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a. The you, 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 yeah. Take, you take down the dam and all the sediment behind it mm. that has all the pollutants in it. That's right. a problem. They right. have to take that all out right. before they just break down the dam. It's not, they don't use dynamite. It's it's taken down piece by piece by piece, by and, hand. They, yeah. and it's it's a lot of work and costs millions of dollars. Right, right. they can't just run a uh, like a like a tea filter through it or something. No, a strainer. No. Yeah, a strainer. strainer. Yeah, yeah, you can't no. just no. do that. Okay, but it is happening. It's great. They're looking for volunteers to help out. Yep. Mm. Um, so we'll put a link on for that. Yep. Um, the volunteers actually, the volunteers are really cool. Um, you can volunteer along the Hudson River. Uh, during the season, mm-hmm. uh, you can – along the Hudson, they need sample points, and they sample, I think it was twice a month. You do a – you sample the water. You bring it to a drop-off point, mm-hmm. and this happens, I don't know, May through like October. Right. Um, twice a month from hundreds, thousands of locations. All the way up to Troy? Right. To to get – to see how the river is doing. Right. And it's doing well. Right. When we used to work the Hudson River, which is probably 20 years ago now, people would not go near it. Just really? Yeah, just pollution and people were nervous. If people were nervous right. when we started doing that. I mean, it, it, it's definitely changed. It was, and pe- there's still a stigma because the river is a naturally sediment-rich sediment right. body of water. So it'll always, especially after a rainstorm, it'll, it'll be brown. So people equate that to being dirty, and it's right. not. Right, right, right. And... You know, commercial fishing used to be on the Hudson River. Right. Um, I mean, it was just an incredibly diverse ecosystem right. that, unfortunately, the Industrial Revolution really, really put a, a messed it up. Right, reduced yeah. the the um, the amount of species. Do you, that are. Do you know what the primary uh, fish species is? There's there's a lot there's a lot of migratory fish. Okay. There's a, there's a lot there's fish that. Accidentally got released into the river. There's a lot of invasive. There's invasive plants. There's native plants. Uh, he was talking about the uh, glass eels, which I'd never yeah. heard of before. So g- glass eels, they just started their migration right. coming in from the ocean. Um, they, I, 
I don't know. I'm not sure if this is right, but they spend their life up in these streams, these estuaries that are dammed off that they're trying to bring back. Mm. And they come out once in their life to spawn these little glass eels, and then they come back. Interesting. And they're making their way back now. And um, you can follow this species. Um, You know, kind of they've got biologists that are are, are tracking this. So diversity... Is a is good for and it's coming back slowly, slowly, yeah. slowly. It's hopeful. So uh, yeah, so check out Riverkeeper. Uh, they are the ones protecting the Hudson. They are the people to call when you see a sewage pipe spewing sewage or something wrong on the Hudson River. You contact them. They or, or one of the streams, or know. one of the streams. Yeah, right. So um, that is now up on our uh, on our. Uh, Feet. Yeah, sign up and help out. Yeah. Hey, we, Linda. We will be there. Linda, Day Day's here. We reached out to Day Day. Hmm. Rose is here. We love you guys. Um, so speaking of, this kind of was all over the news. What? The big fish. Yeah. The uh, 14-foot, 90-year-old sturgeon, which was seen up in uh, last year in uh, Hyde Park. Yeah. Did you hear about this? I did not. I, I saw where that woman got almost eaten by a whale. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or the dive, the diver, the diver. Yeah, yeah. ends up in the mouth. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. One news report said he ends up in the stomach, but I, I don't think that's... no, he didn't. He's but not. He's not. Uh, who was it? No, it was. Uh, I think it was a humpback. Pinocchio. Whale. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and they're they're filter feeders, so that's a little big yeah. for uh, you know. It's probably like oh, and he actually spat. He the guy held on to his breath. This was a diver. Right. Held on to his breath inside the mouth of the whale. Once the whale realized that he may have picked up something he didn't want to pick up, or she spat him out. Mm. No oxygen tanks. And he was back in the water an hour later. He's got bigger uh, free, uh, free diving. <laughs> yeah. Actually, no tanks. Actually, tanks could have been that could have deadly. That could have been bad. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Smile. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> so yeah, a fourteen-foot sturgeon, which is a prehistoric fish. That it's not a prehistoric fish, but not any years old. Nature got it right the first time around, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so it, it hasn't really changed much. Gotcha. They've been in the Hudson for a long time. Mm-hmm. They migrate up the Hudson. Uh, they have been their numbers have been severely uh, stricken with pollution, right. overfishing, right. Um, all these stresses, and not to mention the fact that they spawn after I think what is it. Like twenty years or something like that. Oh God, no! They, it's it's not setting up to be to stick around for too long. To stick around, right? right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the largest sturgeons ever seen in the Hudson River mm-hmm. was actually seen. It was last year, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was uh, like last March or something. Yeah, but the news came out this year. Yeah, and it was fourteen feet in length. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Wow. And estimated to be well over 100 years. We don't know that he was in the Hudson for the whole time. Correct. For 90 years. Correct. He was probably down from Florida doing a, like a trip for the weekend or something. <laughs> right. Yeah. Checking out the Hudson. Yeah, I don't know what Just their... Checking out the in-laws. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what their extent of their, um, their range is. I don't know a sturgeon's range of, you know, their habitat. Right. But, you know, the fact that this sturgeon is... A hundred, hundred plus years old in the river, it survived yeah. pollution. It survived the industrial revolution. It survived right. fishing. It didn't get caught. Um, it's a smart fucking whale. 
It's a smart Stugeon. fucking Stugeon. fish. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a smart yeah. fish. So, and they picked this up on on some new radar technology. We can really see the outline of the fish. Right, right, right. You know, they you know absolutely right. that it was a sturgeon. Wow! So. And they were on the endangered list uh, back in 2012. So uh, people are doing something right. Right. So exactly, it's cleaning up. So it's exciting. Yeah, good so, stuff. Good stuff. Hudson River, we love it. We do. And I've got some interesting news happening on the Hudson River at some point, which I will not divulge at this point. Have you? Yeah. Oh. yeah. Sounds fun. Our, our fun little town in Newburgh. New boy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Things are, the news. Things are happening. Oh. Yeah. The other thing about sturgeon. Mm. Caviar. Well, caviar. Absolutely. <laughs> Beluga caviar. That's one of the reasons why sturgeon have their, their numbers have declined of overfishing because they don't keep the – they literally cut the sturgeon open, empty out the row – Gotcha. Pack it up and that's it. Well, not that English company that we covered a few no. podcasts ago where they're milking yeah. them. Yeah, they're, they're actually they're milking them. Yeah. They're milking them. <laughs> they're and, mil- can you milk me? Right, okay. yeah. <laughs> Milking sturgeons. Yeah. Yeah. There is a humane way of doing it and they, they have found a way. It's complicated, but we'd covered it. Oh, I in, bet. Yeah. We'd covered it in one of our podcasts. Yeah. yeah. And, um, it's pretty gross, but it does the job. Yeah. Don't hurt the fish. Yeah. And off you go. Yeah. Get laying. But at one point in Albany, it was a it was on like every menu. Sturgeon. Really? Okay. So much so that it was nicknamed Albany Beef. Yeah. Oh, that's no bueno. That's no good. Yeah. So uh, you could go up to Albany and go out to a restaurant and have a have some Albany beef, which Can you is actually steal? sturgeon. No. No. <laughs> is, it le- is, it, is it legal? No, they're uh, endangered on the Hudson. So oh, I see. Commercial fishing stopped in '98, I think, and. Uh, uh. So like uh, and they're on the endangered list. Okay. Uh, 96. And you know what? If you catch a sturgeon on the Hudson and you eat it, you're an asshole. Right. Sorry. Right, right, Sorry. Right. Sorry for all those listeners. But you are. <laughs> for those, <laughs> oh, by for the those way. sturgeon. Don't, don't, don't be a, a D. You know what I'm saying? Um, are we ready? I'm ready. For the 1980 okay. J.R. Ewing beer. Oh, dear God. Is this J.R. Ewing as in Dallas? Yes, it is. Oh, is it? I was going to say like Patrick Ewing. Yeah. No. So I was going to say Dynasty. So everyone that's listening, we're about to open up a 40-year-old can of beer. Mm. This is it. This is JR's beer. It's made by Paps Blue Ribbon. Does it come with a six-shooter? It does. <laughs> Have it you does. started your comfort food over there? He huh? did. He's not. No, just a cracker. Just a cracker. Got the munchies a little bit. Good lad. He's noshing. I'm noshing. I'm noshing. You're, you're waiting to wash it down with a nice, cool sud from J.R. J.R.U. and beer. This is an American pale ale. Day Day says it's uh, vomit in a can. It's uh, day, oh, vomit. Oh, come on. Uh, it's going to be so gross. Are, do, are we sure it's going to be? I don't know. I mean, it's not expanded. It's ice cold. Uh, take a look at the vintage. Yeah, but you just put tab. it in the fridge like yesterday. Yeah. Well, so it's been sitting in it's been I don't even in know. a heated bedroom for right. the last 50 years. I don't even know if the... Uh, all right. I would Dude, I have to, if I have to cancel... I thought you're not doing the top. Yeah, I know. Actually, Rick uh, Rick Coleman was... <laughs> Rick was talking about Billy Beer. Billy Beer was a, another... It's There's a couple beers that you can get. You can still get this really? online at, at different auction sites. Okay. You can still get Billy Beer... Rick, I think Billy Beer is actually worth a little more than than J.R. Ewing, but hmm. those are the two beers that kind of se- seem to be be around. So are we opening like an eighty dollar can of beer right now? I don't know. Do we? Yeah. All right. So let's see. Should, if we look can at eBay. should I? Yeah. Maybe we should look before we yeah. drink. Do you think it'll go? Ch- All 
All right, I'm going to put the microphone down to it. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. That's good. Uh, it's oh, 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 it's frosting. Oh, it's fermenting. Oh, oh, oh. That's okay. a good thing. That is a, that is Are we going to have a sip of this and be shit-faced? That's a, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. That's the first look at a 40-year-old beer. All right, Oof. here we go. I'm going to keep going on this. And uh, do, we have our, do we have our glasses? Yeah, uh, we definitely have our glasses yeah, handy. I'm just looking up on eBay. Your sandwich is worth stomach do you, pump. Do you, do you remember that? That's so cool. All right, this is. Uh, now I'm going away on Wednesday. I'm not going to get sick. Oh yeah, right? good point. I'm going to be honest, guys. It smells like shit. <laughs> really? Does it smell like vomit? Does not. Oh, it, it is worth some money. Well, I got another can. <laughs> oh, good. Four dollars and twenty cents. Oh, I thought, I thought he was going to say four hundred. <laughs> All right, gents, pass it around. Oh, there we go. God. This is going to be. Uh, that's not foam. It's spider webs. <laughs> That's a good one. Spot eggs. You know, it's it's cloudy, like a like a New England IPA. It's all yours. It smells like a. It smells. Like, yeah, you could finish that off, Rich. <laughs> it smells like a sour. Ooh. Oh. I don't know. It does have a. Uh, this could be a short show. <laughs> uh, it's it's definitely funky. Cheers, boys. Cheers. I'm letting Rich go first. He's got the iron stomach. Yeah. yeah it's all right. Ah, that's not <laughs> day, day day saying it was brewed clear. That's a problem. What do you think? I don't know. It's definitely. It lost tastes its like forty years. Yeah, it's watered down. It's lost its flavor. Not to knock it. But. Yeah, that's that's actually it tastes a little bit like um like like port. Like it's got like a no. port yeah, oaky. I'm not getting it. It's got like a port oaky kind of not a pleasant like off port. Sorry, guys, I'm running a little behind. That's all right, Rosa. <laughs> Keep up. Love. All right, well, here's to Mackie and Chuck McElvenny and, and, okay. the, and the Greeley Deli that provided this 40 years and ago. And who shot JR? There you go. Cheers. Who did shoot JR? This beer? Oh. It's actually, yeah. I was expecting it to be a lot worse. Yeah. Yeah, for 40 years. It doesn't, I, it doesn't if, have the punch. If it's, if it's $4 a can, I suggest, and you come across one. It's worth four bucks. Someone's trying to sell one for fifty-four dollars. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. Nah. I don't, yeah, I don't. Know oh, this—that that was signed by uh, Larry Hagman. I could, I could sign it. Who's, who's, Larry Hagman. <laughs> who's Larry Hagman? I don't know. Larry Hagman played Jr. Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that did he's, it. He's the actor that played Jr. Right. Cool. All right. Well, that's that's going to—that's the beverage of the day. That's going to pair very nicely with our comfort. I'm <laughs> telling it. Yeah. Hopefully not. We should do a post show. Post. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. I'm, I kind of like it. Yeah, he yeah. likes it. I think he's just trying to like prove that. I think he's trying to convince himself that. Yeah, it's got. Car- it still has got carbonation. Space in his house for four years. Yeah, it's got like one bubble of, of uh, effervescence right. Now. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm good. I'm good. All right, let's talk. Uh, let's talk comfort food. Let's talk comfy food. All right. So you found let's the definition comfy. of comfort food. I did. And basically, it's just. What takes you back to your childhood yeah. and makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah, the definition, exactly. Comfort food provides um, uh, uh, a feeling of well-being, uh, typically any food with a high sugar or carbohydrate content and associated with childhood or home cooking. I think definitely adding nostalgia. And a lot of calories. And high calories. Oh, yeah. And... <laughs> Lots of calories. Yeah, and I think... I think every culture has its comfort foods. Totally. Yeah. And uh, we've made a couple of lists of what we thought were some comfort foods that we love and grew up with. And mine could go on for days. And yours could definitely go on for days. And uh, I'm sure everyone has their own nostalgic comfort foods. 
So, so let's hear him if you have. You want me? You want me to start? What? You want to start? I'll start. Yeah, go for it, mate. Okay. So, comfort food number one: egg foo young. Okay. Do you know what egg foo young is? Chinese, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's a Chinese omelet. Yeah, I do like that myself. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to get now. Is, is it? Really? Yeah. No, I had one a few weeks ago. Egg foo young. Yeah. Um, it's got bean sprouts in it. Egg. You it's fry it up. It's like, an, you fry it's, it like it's like an omelet. Yeah. Yeah. And you and yeah. brown sauce you on top. It. Really? Yeah. yeah, we have a great Chinese place. Yeah, we have a great Chinese. And Chinese food in general is a great comfort food. Yes. Mm. Just just real quick, Linda said that's why Jr. is dead, because he had this beer. I agree with you, love. Uh, you may be right, Linda. Or actually, maybe he's not dead. Oh. Maybe he's Ooh. maybe he's living somewhere. With Elvis and Nate Diana. <laughs> Pickled. Because he drank his, his freaking beer. <laughs> um, uh, next on my list, pudding. Mm, rice pudding or uh, any pudding, but really? typically it was chocolate pudding. Mm. And when the goop, <laughs> rich your face, oh. when the when the goop, although when I'm the, showing this face, I like mayonnaise by the spoonful. It's, it's the same texture. See, same yeah. thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. we're just going going to the same place. It's not my comfort food, but. okay. Um, but I like it when the pudding, when you make the pudding, put it in the pan overnight, and it has that crust. That that crust and you punch through the crust. Never that crust that I love. Never had that. Before. And I don't eat. I don't eat this shit anymore. Yeah. I really don't. Um, this is my. Well, I'll get to this in a second. Uh, disco fries. Disco fries. I've had those recently. What's what is that again? I forgot. Disco fries. Isn't it like are, a waffle fry with cheese on top? It can be anything. So right. disco fries are French fries, typically gotten at a diner, but yeah. you, can, you can get them anywhere. I've already done a dozen good ones. Right. And you start piling everything on top of it. Okay. Oh. Cheese, gravy is a must. Yep. Um, jalapenos, uh, fried onions, um, an apple pie, whatever the hell you want. <laughs> a whatever, lobster. A lobster. Whatever right, you right, want to put right, on right. fries. And typically, you've had a few a few uh, Jr. Ewing beers, mm. and you've pulled into the diner at about one thirty in the morning. And disco fries are, are the things that so you it's love. So it's a party on some fries. Absolutely. I got you. Absolutely. Okay. Um, pizza with cold cheese. That's a must. Really? Try it. Like trust leftover me. pizza? Yeah, trust me. Yeah. Pizza with cold cheese. I'd rather heat it. Italian combos? Italian? Yeah. No. Too much salt, mate. Yes, absolutely. Italian combos, which is why I don't eat this shit anymore. <laughs> 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 Italian combos, uh, gyros. Or kebabs. Love, oh, I love it. Are we all in agreement? Some donors. What? Yeah, donor kebabs. Yep. With yep. I think the ones in Britain are I, I agree. top notch. Well, yeah. in Israel, they have um, yeah, and, so they do they a shawarma. And it's, yeah, it's basically yeah, yeah. the same thing. It's okay. just a different name. Okay. I had them in Amsterdam, and I had oh. one from one spot. I literally might kill someone for another one. Because I know I'll never have one from this yep. spot again. Yep. I almost would kill someone. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Just and it's and it's typically that, that late night thing. You oh, had. totally. A few you, cocktails. Uh, right, right, and right. it gets down the front right. of your shirt. Cold pizza sucks ass. No, Linda, I'm not saying cold pizza. I'm saying hot pizza with cold cheese on top. Really? How do you do that? Yeah. How do you so do that? next time you go to a pizza place, um, get, get a slice of pizza. Tell them to, just before they serve it to you on a plate... Tell them to put a handful of cold cheese on top. It is a totally different experience. Really? I huh. highly suggest. I have it. never seen that. Model. Yeah, I never would have thought of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like that was a college thing. So, um, Captain Crunch. <laughs> of course, <laughs> that's another one you don't do anymore, right? I, I don't do any of this shit anymore. Yeah, 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 Captain yeah. Crunch, and then finally, um, there, there's one thing that I got. I'm going to share it with you. You can see it here. 
Um, I grew up having these, and uh, these are cinnamon buns. Oh. And you used to buy them and crack open on the counter, and you put them in a little uh, uh, dish, like a glass dish put in the mm-hmm. oven, and then you put the the topping on top of What's it. What's the topping? It was like, like syrup. Yeah, it was like a, it was like a vanilla kind of um, icing kind right. of thing. And um, I usually ate them. I usually ate them by the uh, mozzarella, load. Linda. That it's just a handful of mozzarella, small handful of mozzarella on the pizza. Lovely. But this, I just, <laughs> I just looked at the back of this. So this one piece has. Has like fifteen hundred calories. Jeez, I was gonna say twenty thousand. It's got fifteen hundred fa- cal- calories, two hundred twenty, three hundred twenty grams of fat. It's thirty-seven percent fat. It's got enough sodium in it. It's got almost a thousand milligrams of sodium. Jesus, in it. I, would, I, I would definitely and go. You, and you, what's the expiration date? Of that? <laughs> Never. Oh, that's when. That's why you have high, uh, hydrogenated, hydrogenated fats. Because it's got like a shelf life of forever, yeah, which is great. I love these. Okay. I just I just can't eat them anymore. Do you want to try them? Sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. After that, I would say my stomach is flat, but the L is silent. Though you're no. Say it again. Say it my again. My stomach is flat, yep. but the L is silent. But the L is silent. Silent and flat. Uh- <laughs> you still don't get it. No. If you take the L out of flat, you get fat. You got it? Yeah, yeah. I saw that on Facebook. Uh, are, you, are you with me? Yeah, that's, with that's me? where I stole it from. <laughs> all right, so <laughs> I'm going to give you a sample of my last comfort foods, all right? so That's not a sample, mate. That's a whole freaking <laughs> pie. <laughs> this is my I like how he's, he's dishing it off to us. I'm giving you my last but little bits. I'm giving you... I'm giving nothing to wash it down with. Right. I'm giving you... 40-year-old beer. I'm giving you dessert... And one of my favorite comfort foods, which is actually really easy to make. Um, and I found an even easier way to make it um, and make it your own. In fact, Linda, if you are listening, um, Kathy, listening. and Kathy's listening, she's got a sample of, of this. One of my favorite, I love mac and cheese. Oh, definitely. No. It's fine. I love mac and cheese. Damn, bro. I know. I know. And... Uh, so what I what I do is occasionally I'll have mac and cheese, but I love it with lobster. What? That I lo- is so fucking random. So, Might as well just had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich yeah. or something. Like. Lobster mac and cheese, and there's a really cool, easy way to do it. Did you make some? I did. Oh, cool. Wow. All right. What I do is I find a place that makes mac and cheese is easy to make. Super easy. Basic mac and cheese. If I don't have time to do it, I'm going to go to a diner. I'm going to go to a deli. I'm going to go somewhere, and I'm going to get basic mac and cheese. They use that craft cheese stuff? No, they actually typically use real cheese. Okay. I just don't have time for that, okay. nor do I want to. Okay. It's mac and cheese. Okay. And then I buy a little lobster meat, and then I pick out a cheese that I want to add to that already mac- made mac and cheese. It all goes into a pot. This lit- literally takes five minutes to make. So you're buying a base, and you're, you're doctoring it up. And that's so, all I did. So I'm thinking you had like a plate of mac and cheese and then a whole fucking lobster on the side. No. You're talking about lobster meat in the mac and cheese. Yeah, so I'm talking. I got you. I'm talking. Okay. Okay. I'm talking. Buy. You can you can go to your fishmonger and buy a small the, amount of already lobster. picked lobster meat. Um, I added the cheese that I decided to add was an Italian 
um, cheese, a semi-soft cheese that's infused with black truffle. Wow. Jesus. Of course you did. Right. Fucking, Why wouldn't you? Right. <laughs> but again, like, this is like, this isn't, yeah. <laughs> five minutes. Yeah. It literally takes five yeah. minutes. Go to yeah. the store, pick out a freaking cheese you really like. And then hunt Pick down a, a lobster that's been infused with truffles right. and... Literally go to find your local fishmonger. <laughs> go, to, go to Whole Foods. Oh, okay. Go to Whole Foods. I'm there. Yeah. Go to most, you know, like, this was all bought uh, <laughs> relatively cheap and was and was actually, it, again, it takes minutes. So, like, I don't have to mess around with, like... Rich, this will be the first and last time I ever have this dish. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm joining you. <laughs> And not, not because it won't be delicious, because no. I know it's going to be amazing. All right. Lobster mac and cheese. But it's way too creative. All right, me. here it comes. It's way too creative for me. It's a, yeah, it's a mishmash. It is. With dessert. I'm excited. <laughs> I, you know, I like having dessert with my dinner. There you go. And a 40-year-old beer. And a 40-year-old beer. Thank you, sir. You got four. Good, it's one, too. Spoon? You got, you got some more? There you you go. got plastic, where? This is really, really good, Matt. The Mac? Really good. The Mac is really good. Yeah. And again, like, it's it's comfort food. So I'm not, I'm not, when you, when you decide to make comfort food, just make it right. Yeah. Right? And have a little bit of it, you know? You're, you're right. Rich is not, not a fan. Rich is not a fan. I you don't like lobster, mate. You just don't, yeah, you're not a lobster fan. That's okay. Well, thank you. No, no problem. I like lobster because it has a cartoony, fishy taste, but it's not too overbearing. Right. That's why I like it. Right. And, you know, this, again, it's super easy to make. Pick out, you want to pick out three small things of cheese, you can add pretty much anything you want. Um, I would have put peas in it. Yeah, peas. Yeah. That would have been British. You can add anything. You you can actually take um, breadcrumbs, Italian breadcrumbs, put that on, put it in, bake it, and bake it. Mm -hmm. Right. Put some mashed potatoes in it. Right. But don't skimp on the cheese. That's right. the trick. Do not skimp on the cheese. Right. Okay. That, yeah. Cinnamon so, bun's good. It is. Yeah, at uh, enough calories to uh, cow? bring you into the next day or two. Right. <laughs> Very good, mate. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So, that's my comfort food. All right. How long have we got? I don't, I don't eat almost any of that. We got 30 minutes. Oh, all right. We're in good shape. Mm-hmm. Right, so most of my comfort foods, actually all my comfort foods are British. So, not too easy to get ingredients over here, but you can get creative. Okay. I'd have to say my number one is toad in the hole. Toad in the hole. Yeah. <laughs> That's to- a gypsy's to- face. Toad yeah. in the hole. Because <laughs> I've had fried frog legs before, and I didn't quite care for them. Toad in the hole. Toad in the hole. No toads involved. Good. Basically, Yorkshire pudding, which is what you call pop-ups, with a sausage stuck in it. Yep. And baked the crap out of it. Yep. All puffs up. Bloody lovely. Not good for you? Yeah, the first time, when you had first come over here from the UK... I served them. I went... Rich, Rich was like, uh, let's make Toad in the Hole. I'm like, what? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I said, okay. He... Dude, <laughs> you you take a full thing of sausage with all the grease. There's probably about a half inch of oh, grease yeah. in the bottom of the pan. Maybe yeah. at least a half inch of grease. Yeah. And then he just poured the batter into the grease and it Ooh. just cooked and the whole thing cooks around and it is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. That is Is that what we're about to have right now? No. Damn it <laughs> <laughs> Be fat as a pancake by the time I got it. No, I did I did put a uh, I did put a link for toad in the hole. It did. Alright, Cabbage Mini eggs. 
That's a it's a, a must. That's a definite. A good bacon sandwich. All the ingredients in England taste totally different than they do in America. Mm-hmm. So your bread tastes different, your milk tastes different, yep. your bacon tastes different. Something in the water, I guess. What's a bacon sandwich? Bacon sandwich is bacon in a sandwich. Oh, wow, that sounds... That's it? Yeah. No all, mayonnaise? No lettuce and tomato? But I put vinegar, but Oof. all my English mates think I'm weird with that one. By putting vinegar? No, yeah. I think that's good. And it's got a thick yeah. load of butter on it. And it's got to be English bacon. Totally. Not. How much bacon is on it? Oh, just a few sheets. A few slices. Sheets. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm not okay. Uh, Scampi and chips. Oh, yeah, Rose is saying no vinegar. Yeah. I think you're being shot down on yeah, that Yeah, always. <laughs> but she always has vinegar for me. Yeah. Uh, Marmite. You've all experienced the Marmite? Yeah, you got me hooked on that. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, Marmite is... Really uh, good on rice potatoes. Not so much. It's, it's, no. the, it's the poop. The, the, the poop <laughs> that yeast give off. And you collect it, and it, it's really good on toast. Really good on toast. And, and probably one of the best dishes you've ever made, and nobody else can really do it the way that you do it, which is roasted potatoes with Marmite. Oh, you got it. It's yeah. very not to. My wife won't eat roasted potatoes without Marmite anymore, and she hates Marmite. Yeah, yeah. It's, it tastes very similar to like uh, beef base. Yeah, I remember having it on the show. Yeah. Oh, Except my wife said it has to be uh, on white bread. It's got to be yeah. on white bread. Yeah, like yeah. a Wonder Bread or something really bad for you. Yeah. So, all right, that's good. So today, oh, there's one other, which we totally forgot. Which oh, a good English fry up. Absolutely. So whenever we can get one of those, mate. What is that? It's uh, oh. bacon, sausage, um, tomatoes, mushrooms. Uh, black and white pudding, which is like blood sausage. Okay. Yep. Um, fried eggs. Fried mushrooms. Ooh, fried mushrooms. Ooh. They usually do fried bread. That's a little too much for Right. Me. No, not fried bread. Yeah. yeah. Uh, baked beans. Baked beans. And, I mean, it is and an the, epic and a shitload of vinegar. breakfast. Yeah. yeah. And we typically will do that. We're probably going to be doing it in the next week or so. With St. Patrick's Day around the corner. And you got to have that with a pint of Stella. Yeah, pint of Stella is absolutely a must when you're having an Irish or English fry-up. And, uh, yeah. I'm with you, Linda. Rachel's saying baked beans, absolutely. Linda's going at the vomit face. I'm with you, Linda. All right, so I I did three dishes for tonight. Okay. The first one really isn't just like an appetizer. Um, Is it fishy? It is not fishy. It's actually um, English cheese on crackers with Branston pickle. Branston pickle is... I don't even know how to describe it. It's, I guess it's pickles. Right, Rosa? I'm going to dish it around. You never know what you think. Okay. Branston pickle... The first time I had Branston pickle, it, it it's a... It's, it's not almost, like your American dill? No, it's more no. like, it's more like it's a, a, a bacon... Like a it's like a relish with almost like baking spices. Okay. Does that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, Branson pickles, something if you if you weren't British or you didn't know about it, you wouldn't you wouldn't you would have never it. know in your entire but life. But it, it is so good, and you get hooked on this. And stuff. that's what this spread is right now. And yeah, then again, yeah. the other, you know, as you're passing this out, the other thing about this stuff is it's nostalgic. So when you bring this stuff out, it reminds me of England. Of England. Yeah. And it's oh, not—it's wow. not easy to get here, and it's really expensive, but it's worth it. So Branson pickle, Branson pickle with English, English cheddar, cheddar and uh, some British crackers. Here, I'm holding it up. All right. Well, uh, there we go. There we go. Good. Yep. All right. It's there pretty go. good. Let's try it. I like it. We're going to do the Andrew Zimmern chew close to the uh-huh. mic. All right. You're you're chew close to the mic. 
We can go with this. I like this. That's very good. There's actually, and there's like an, a good onion. Mm. Like a pickled onion, but it just goes really well with the cheese. Mm. And then, okay. we moved on to the Rich Marshall world famous shepherd's pie. Love your pie, dude. It's a good one. It's a good one. This is probably your best. It is. That and Toad in the Hole. The Toad in the Hole, the the shepherd's pie, you can eat on a semi-regular basis and still be healthy. Yeah. Toad in the Hole is a bit of a... Toad in the Hole, you might want to get like an angioplasty every every, (laughs) maybe six to eight weeks, you know. Off work afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure, let's pay for it. All right, shepherd's pie. So, um, some people use lamb... Some people use beef. What do you My, use? I use beef. My mother's theory about the shepherd bit was the mashed potato on top represents a fleece of a sheep. Okay. As opposed to sliced potato, which, which would, would be make it a cottage pie. Cottage pie. Like tiles on the roof. Gotcha. So, uh... And... Mincemeat. Mincemeat. Uh, mushrooms, which is, peas, Which is, which onion, is ground beef. Yeah. Um, peas, mushrooms, onion. Uh, bisto gravy. Which is the secret ingredient? Actually, having it without bisto ain't worth it. It's not worth it. No. And then you'll go to American versions of shepherd's pie where they use tomato sauce. Where they use tomato sauce. What's up with that? I don't know. It's not shepherd's pie. Don't ask me. Shepherd's pie. It's not shepherd's. Pie. Oh, you you gave me one. Yeah. What that mean? Oh, you made little mini shepherd. Oh. Mini shepherd's pies. This is this, this is, is emotional. <laughs> Who cares? This is wow. It's a little cold. That's all right. Well, that kind of that kind of makes it part of the whole. This is good, isn't yeah. it? Right. Yeah, I want I want to I want to have this like over at a fire, oh, totally. my house with a blanket, yeah, with an old black and white movie on. There we go. And a pint, you, of, pint of Guinness. Do yeah, you? Pint of Guinness. So the topping, cheese, sharp cheddar. Yep. Not pre-grated. So you grate it yourself. You grate it yourself. If you buy pre-grated, it doesn't brown. Yep. So you grate it yourself and browns and crisps up on top. Okay. Uh, mashed potato is definitely not instant. Definitely not instant. Yeah. And do you not- add anything to the mashed potato? Absolutely nothing. Bit of milk, bit of butter. That's it. Off to go. Okay. Sauce, no meat, gravy meat. Yeah, definitely. So- uh, this is one of my favorites. All right. We're trying. The cheese is stuck. All right. That's good. Yeah, that is. That's killer. Isn't it good? And it freezes well, and you're good to get. It's easy. It's sauce, well. no meat, gravy meat. What? Sauce, no meat, gravy meat. What's gravy meat, Linda? Right, so that's like saying. <laughs> Italian saying gravy or sauce. <laughs> yeah. It's uh Yeah, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> right. And third but not last, yes. or third but not least, um Pavlova. So my mother used to make this all the time too. Yeah. And uh but really easy. It's basically meringue with cream and um and fruit. So uh oh. egg whites, sugar. Sh- shepherds herd their sheep. That's what Rose is saying. Yeah. So if it was shepherd's pie, it would be lamb, right? So Rosa says. Yeah. We've got some investigating to do. Yeah, we do. All right. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah. Oh, gravy is with meat. 
That's what that's what Linda's saying. And oh, actually, Linda produces. One oh, of the, and sauces with like pasta. Yeah, Linda. Gotcha. Linda's gonna have to make this before we go into to dessert. We should have Linda on the show. Linda should be on the show. Linda makes uh, a recipe. Linda and Kathy make this recipe called. And the, the only way I can get it a little bit is it's like the leftover from when you make um, uh, uh, when you make like breaded chicken. Okay. And they call it the recipe. I had this recipe. It's it's indescribable to taste. It is so um, it is so good. And uh, I'll try and get it and bring it in. Yeah. Ninja's um, on it. Yeah. Yeah. But. Uh, it's something that they kind of made up, and they have the. Re- it's called the recipe. The recipe. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So Linda, that's a must. So yeah, we've got pavlova. Okay, so that's a dessert. This is a dessert, and it's made five egg whites for okay. my young ladies. Okay. Um, oh, fresh cream, fruit, and day two is much better than day one. Day two is much better yeah, than day just one. All okay. Soaks up and goes okay. up and all that jazz. Okay. Yeah, this is something that you make. Special occasions. Special occasions, but... English Christmas dinner. Yep. The classic, rich British Christmas. And I researched it last night. It's actually originally from New Zealand. Commonwealth country that we kind of own. So we'll take it as British. This is dessert. So this is pavlova. This is amazing. It is so good. good. It is actually one of the best desserts. This makes up for the 40-year-old beer. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, what's... It's meringue underneath... Yeah. So you get a crunchy meringue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fruit. In the oven, yeah. two hours, 215. Yeah. And um, game on. Wow. And it's got like that crunch to it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You, you all right, Gypsy? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Just melted. It's like. Oh, that yeah, is. This is. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually. You're. I don't normally take stuff home, but this is... You'll take it home. Just, just bring is, the bowl back. Okay, I promise. I'll give you your lid. Oh, we devoured that uh, that maple Oh, stuff. isn't that good? Yeah, I may have to... Can we Maple Maple butter? Is I, I can make some more maple butter. Yeah. Absolutely. Kinda, that's that's a comfort food. I, I, it kind of turned into um, my Captain Crunch, let's just say, one oh. day. <laughs> the next day, that my dad was like, so uh, is there any more of that left? I was like... <laughs> see what so happened was... I see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. Um, I will make up another batch of uh, okay. maple butter. It's. Um, yeah, but these again, they're all these foods that are just so. They they invoke some kind of memory, nostalgia, um, and oh, Linda was saying yes. Recipe is the name of that recipe, and it's the best. Her mother-in-law's recipe. Recipe, but that's oh. actually the name of it. It's called the recipe, and she wants to be on the show. Linda would be great on the show. All right, next oh. Tuesday, five thirty. Okay, you're in. You're in. All right, so my turn. Yep. All right, two chips. All right, uh, I got a bunch of cl- uh, comfort foods, uh, home fries that my uh, dad likes to make from his grandparents or probably his parents, where they just basically slow cook some potatoes, yeah. with onions, green peppers. Mm. You know, put it on the stove for about an hour and a half. Yep. And just let them be real soft. Um, and you probably can smell that when you were a kid. As soon as you wake up. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it's yeah, Saturday yeah. morning, yep. playing uh, the Motown classics, and just like, let's go. It's, 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 it's Saturday morning. That's um, the nostalgia. 
That, um, my mom making a sandwich and gra- grabbing a beer like that has she that through osmosis has become my thing i love a sandwich and a beer and like watching a cooking show like that whole experience is a that's comfort cool. experience yes cool um and also my mom's baked chicken because cool. she also makes it with like a not a ton of oil but like on the bottom i love seeing that greasy yep. golden brown uh, you just want to uh, you just want to eat that yep yeah um mac and cheese spaghetti um spaghetti's definitely that's on the list. I don't eat yeah. a whole lot of spaghetti now no, in my no, life. Yeah, I don't either. But, but I, I definitely equate spaghetti to childhood. Yeah. Kind of like school pizza. Right, <laughs> right, right, right. And my ultimate comfort food, and this goes back to uh, my mom. Again, got a lot of my, my food and idiosyncrasies from her, um, is canned oysters. And I didn't even know that there was a thing that's not canned oysters. Because that's how much. I really? No, yeah. I didn't know that. Like, They're born in the can. Right, right, exactly. Gypsy, go down to the ocean. That's right. And Get go us a can. can. Find some canned oysters. That's right. Exactly. You'll find them crawling around. Exactly. You just cut the legs off. <laughs> um, so she would have, uh, and I don't even know how she, she got this. I think my Aunt Cynthia might have turned her on to I don't know. But anyway, canned oysters, bumblebee, okay. some Ritz crackers, and some laughing cow cheese. Perfect, mate. And the laughing cow cheese I loved as a kid visually because it comes in those wedges, those those uh, in the aluminum, aluminum foil, right, yep. those wedges. Yep. And, you know, you got an animated cow, you know. And yep. I just loved the, the, the packaging, how you have the, the drawstring around them and unwrap it. What, yeah, what that's like? cool. And those were, the laughing cow always ended up in, in like, my Aquaman Lunchbox. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right. And they're perfect for on the go. You can yeah. just like throw yeah. them back and they're yep. really good. So tonight we got something different. We ended up getting hot and spicy oysters and uh, some garlic and herb laughing cow cheese. Okay. So Game dig, on. dig in. We're, we're going to do a segment next week just on a trending thing that's happening at a few restaurants that have popped up that are actually offering tinned seafood. Interesting. So um, it's getting quite common, right? Right, and I, I, we actually saw it on a menu, and you can actually see it on a, one of our Facebook feeds from this past weekend. Um, but it's actually on the menu as tins, so you can order a tin. Give me a tin, right? And um, Gypsy did this on a previous show, hmm. and it, yeah, I remember you doing this, and I'm like, I'm not so. You ate the first one. You're just testing. Yeah. All right. Wait, well, what? Let's go. Let's go, right? Yeah. Where's mine? There. It's right there. Where is it? Oh, there it is. I wouldn't do that to you, bro. I'm like, oh, you could do that. No. It's your nostalgia. Got, no, 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 no. But I got better menus than that. I got I to gotta share my nostalgia, bro. All right. I got to remember how to open up a laughing cup. There we go. Pull the tap, mate. Right. <laughs> it's like the 40-year-old beer. Just pull the tap. All right. Ooh, What's so spicy is that? I don't know. That's spicy. It is. It has a bite. Uh, it smells like Chipotle. Well, it could be. Yeah, it certainly could be. Um... If uh, smoked up oysters itself does not seem that appealing, but when you eat them, mm-hmm. that is, mm-hmm. yeah, it's really good. Right. Feeling comfy. Mm-hmm. That is really good. And it's a snack comfy. It's something you have in the lunch, middle of the day with a beer, mm-hmm. right. you know, to bite, you know, the nice little bitter taste of a beer <laughs> with the brininess of the, of the oysters and the cheese. That is. And you just throw them back. You and then a sandwich back. and the right. beer. Exactly. Yeah. Cooking show on. Yeah. You're good. Yep. You're good. I got I to gotta put a little... I gotta, we got to see you. Did you put a little one up? Like oh, yeah. No, show? no, no. Go, go, go for it. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll raise it up. Here we go. Dun, 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 dun,
dun, dun, dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Rooster says you guys are getting a shit later. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody yep. Yeah. 40-year-old beer and comfort food. Oh, my God. And 40-year-old men. I think it's time that we, uh, we announce our sponsors. Depends. <laughs> <laughs> well, awesome. Back up. Great episode. Uh, Chrissy's grossing. Everyone's grossed out. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, we're still alive. We ate comfort food, drank 40-year-old beer. Hopefully you'll see us next week. Hopefully you'll see us next week. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Rogue Experience, and Food and Beverage Magazine Podcasts. Yeah. So we'll be on there and... Uh, Dorothy Sparks. <laughs> Newsflash. <laughs> Yeah. Remember to buy your war bonds. <laughs> buy them quick. <laughs> Save money. Before you use it to pay. Eat your canned oysters. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> Bye, guys. Uh, ciao. Bye. This is Rogues on the Road with Matt Froman and Rich Marshall, where we talk food, travel, craft beverages, and everything in between.